What's good, family? We are back on the mic, and when I say we, I mean Marisha. Hey. OJ. What's good? And when I say back, y'all, these are the voices that are not unfamiliar. <laughs> Welcome back, dogs. What's, What's good? What's good? It's good to have y'all back. But listen, y'all, check this out. Rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life, you know? Rock bottom teaches you the lessons that the mountain never will. And always remember, your breakdown is a breakthrough. And when you're down, the only way you can go is up. Yeah. It's crazy that that's what you said. Because, you know, that's something that I always preach. But lately, I've found it very hard to actually practice what I preach. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, when right. you're low, you... <laughs> You got to use the people around you. You got to use your support system. But most importantly, you got to call on God. Because if you don't call on Jesus, the number one, the Savior, honestly, it's going to take you a minute to get off the rock. Most certainly. <laughs> that or that that rock beef has a hole. Like. Yeah, and the mountain, when you're on top of the mountain, it's, it's, a, it's a bit deceitful. Because you think you're doing everything on your own. Until you Facts. until you hit a rock on the top of the mountain and it make you hit the bottom <laughs> of the mountain. Real quick. Real quick. And it'll check you real quick, humble you. Right. And you know, in um Psalms forty two, it says, Why are you down in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God. Soon I'll be praising again. He puts a smile on my face. He's my God. And that also reminds me of the verse that says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Because it's so many times you know, I be going through whatever I'm going through, but I never really stop smiling. Why are you smiling? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Like, I really can't say nothing else because he's literally the only place I get my strength from. Like, tired and still going, still smiling. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can't really say nothing else. Which, again, brings me to Psalms 23. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but we just going to I'm just going to go over it again real quick. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table for me before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that's literally the only reason that I can continue to go on smiling, because at the end of the day, I know God has my back, so I can't do nothing but continue to put my faith in God. You know what's so crazy, and I don't want to go on a tangent, but huh? Said you beat me, God. <laughs> that was good <laughs> that was so good and it was the word dwell that really got me because dwell means to hang around yeah. dwell means to like when we was in high school we'd hang around the hallways you're dwelling in the hallways right and the bible says that he that dwelleth in the secret place right so if we hang around in the secret place in the shelter of the most high we will remain secure right so that even the power of the enemy will not withstand right so it was little things like that uh, I wanted to touch on specifically um, the line that says, Surely good, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the all days, the days of, my of my life. life right? Because, I, okay, I had an amazing summer, a wonderful summer. Had an internship, you know, I was in a little short film. I was dancing. It was good. 
and I got back to school and things just started slowing down and I started to lose faith. I definitely started to lose sight of God in my path. And this past week, I had a bad week, but this past, past week has shown me that even when you're down in the dumps, like when you're at your lowest, you're, something good is always going to come. It can be the smallest thing. Right. Like you cleaned your room and that's the good that came out of the day. Like the good does not have to be big. It's the small things that count. They say all you need is a mustard seed of faith. Right. A mustard a must- seed. You <laughs> Don't get me started. How small that is? <laughs> like anything and any anything and everything good will come to you regardless of your situation. Right. And Romans 8:18 real quick. I know I'm throwing out a lot of okay, scripture. Okay. Romans 8:18 says Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, so I just feel like every time or actually I've heard somebody said one time, all your suffering is down payment for what's coming. Like, it's always something on the other side. That you know, gonna get you right. the pot of gold at the end mm-hmm. of the rainbow, whatever. Like, it's always something on the other side. If you would just hold on. And it's so important that we remember that God's timing is not our timing. So it could feel like three years to us, three years worth of struggling, and it could be like a minute in God's time. So really, we just have to be patient, keep the faith, and just keep holding on to God's hand. Since we're throwing out scriptures, the Bible also (laughs) says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Uh Yes. So all I have to do is delight myself in God. And he, like, I break it down in a way like the caramel delights. Mm -hmm. You know, those girls got cookies. They're delightful. They taste good. They're delicious. They're sweet. And they just taste so good. So if I give God, if I delight myself in God, you right. know, if I if I cherish his sweetness, if I cherish the goodness of him, if I pay attention, if I acknowledge him, if I obey by him, he will give me the desires of my heart. So all I have to do is place myself in that secret place. Right. You know, that's our renter's insurance. That secret place. As long as we're in that secret place, nothing will harm us. But what happens when we leave that secret place? Right. What happens? Your insurance got to follow you. Your insurance has to follow you. And if you go to the message Bible of that same scripture, delight yourself in the Lord, he'll get desires of your heart. It says get insurance with God. Mm -hmm. Because just because you leave your car don't mean your car is still not insured. Preach. (laughs) And that's facts. That is so facts. So it's like even though you're at rock bottom, and you have people around you that helps you out. You'll hit rock bottom every time if you don't take those words of encouragement with you wherever you go. If you don't take God with you wherever you go. You may be safe in your house, but when, we, when you leave your house, what are you going to do? You're going to continue to hit rock bottom? Or better yet, let's flip it. When you're outside of your house and you feel good, you have everybody around you that's showing you love. But the moment you get by yourself, you're hitting rock bottom. Right. You got to bring all that knowledge with you. You know, when you're down, you got to call on somebody. Just like we call in the fire department in the event of emergency. You got to call on God. You got to know who to call. And on a good day, if you go to the Bible and you dial 911, it takes you to Psalms 91 and 1. And right. Psalms 91 and 1 is that same scripture that he that dwelleth in the secret place. He that dwells in the shelter of the most high. You know, it's, the, it's that scripture. So you got to know who to call. You got to know to call on God. But... <laughs> While Marisha looking for this word, I'm going to break down Psalm 23 for you, y'all. <laughs> Don't be worried about what I'm doing over here. <laughs> Listen, Psalm 23 says, I'm going to break it down. Dorinda Clark Cole broke this down, y'all. When she broke it down, I literally wrote down everything she said. She said, the Lord is my shepherd. That's relationship. 
So the Lord is our, our shepherd. That's our relationship with God. It says, I shall not want that supply. Mm -hmm. So I'll never have to want because God's going to supply me all of my needs. Right. He makes me to lie down. So he gives me rest. He makes me lie down. He makes me have to go to sleep. He restores my soul. That's healing. Right. So whenever I need to be restored, that's God healing us. He leads me in the path of righteousness. That's guidance. Right. God will guide us on the best pathways of our life. And that's another scripture. It says for his name's sake, that's purpose. I do it for God because he's the purpose. Right. He's my purpose. He's my rock. Right. So when you hit rock bottom, you're hitting Jesus. And like you said, he's going to humble you when you hit that rock. And it says, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that's testing. So when we're walking through that valley and things get hard, it's a test. It's a test that God's putting us through. I fear no evil. That's protection. So right. when you go through that test, you have, you're being protected. So when you're studying for that hard exam and then you feel as if you didn't pass it, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because not every battle will win, but we still get the victory because we're still mm -hmm. standing. We still right. have faith. Mm -hmm. We still want to retake it. We still want to keep going. That's that protection that God gives us. Yeah. It says, for thou art with me. That's faithfulness. And the Bible says that even when I'm faithless, he remains faithful. Right. So if I keep my faith in God, he'll remain faithful. And even if I become faithless, he'll never give up on me because the Bible also says that he has our lives planned out for us. Right. For the good and not disaster. Mm -hmm. So whatever we do, even when we start feeling less than and we start, oh, God, why did you do this? Why do you do that? God ain't worried about it right. because he's still faithful and he still knows that good is to come. It says he prepares a table. Let me back up. Thy rod and thy staff, it comforts me. That's discipline. Mm -hmm. So his rod and his staff, that's our discipline. When Moses had that staff and he split the Red Sea, he was uncertain that it'd be able to happen. But he disciplined his mind to believe that God would do what he said that he would do. Mm -hmm. And that Red Sea split. Yeah. When they got to the other side, he was worried that they were going to come after them. But the way God worked, he closed it up so that all of those people, all of their enemies was washed away. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm trying my best. <laughs> it says he prepares a table in the faces of my haters. That's security. I never get mad. At a lot of people anymore. You know, sometimes you have your days where, you know, you get upset because of the way people talk to you. But I'm going to laugh because at the end of the day, God said he, that he will prepare a table, mm -hmm. a feast in the presence of our haters, right. in the presence of our enemies. Right. So why in the world am I going to go and cuss you out when you're going to have to watch me eat? Right. You're going to have to watch me chase my bag. You're going to have to watch me live my best life. Okay. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat gives you glimpses of people's lives. Mm -hmm. You're going to watch me eat so you can hate me, but you're still watching my stories. Right. You and can hate you me, but like you're still me, following you're me. Right. Exactly. And one thing I've realized lately is I'm not going to be mad when haters are around, when enemies oh. are around, when somebody's praying on my, on my downfall. Because oh, all that good. means is my blessing is that much mm -hmm. closer. Exactly. Because if it's no enemies... What table he gonna set for me? What table is he so gonna set on, for me? So come on, everybody gets a seat. Come on, sit Because down. I'm ready, okay? Have a ball. <laughs> and he continues to say, he anoints my head with precious oil. That's consecration. Right. He, my cup runneth over. That's abundance. My, I want my cup to run over. I right. want to do good. I want to sow good abundance. seeds. Yeah. Right. And then it says, surely in goodness and mercy shall follow me for the rest of my oh, life. That's assurance life. and insurance. Right. Yeah. So you got to get what get right with God. Like right. that scripture said in the message Bible, get insurance with God. Mm -hmm. So you'll be good. So you'll be set. Right. So talk crazy. Do what you want to do. But when you hit rock bottom, lean on something. Don't lean on your own understanding, because sometimes we try to make 
understanding of the situations in our lives, but we can't make understanding when you're when you are moving out of your emotion. Right. You're going through emotions, so you're making emotional decisions. For sure. You ever been so upset and your friends like, nah, chill out, you should think about it, you should think about it. No, I'm about to turn up and then you go over there and you go cuss them out, you beating somebody up, now you got an assault charge on you. <laughs> right. Now your parents you, you wrecked your car, like, they came after you, they did all these crazy things, all because you all because you, you acted out of your emotion. Right, right. And, like, my dad, I'm sorry, no, no, okay. my dad used to tell me, for so long, he was trying to get me to understand, you cannot act on your feelings, you can't act on your feelings, you know, don't do this just because you feel this way. And I'm like, I'm a human, what are you talking about? Of course I'm going to act on my feelings. I cannot say, he used to say, take your feelings out of it. How? How am I supposed to take my feelings out of it? And it took me a long time to realize you can't you do have to take your feelings out of it like you have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes you have to slow down and think you know be slow to anger that's biblical mm -hmm. you know you literally have to just be slow think about it and just breathe and literally just <laughs> lean What's on god's saying? shoulder you seem mm -hmm. oh go ahead go okay 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 <laughs> you saying that brings me to just patience because you just have to wait right for god he's not going to do nothing on your time He's not going right. to do it because you're you're sad about it. He's not going to do it because you don't want it to happen. He's not going to do it because you're telling him. He he knows what you desire, but he does want you to ask ask him. Right. But he's also going to do it at his own time. And like you said with the patience thing, my parents used to tell me all the time growing up, you're always too quick to speak. You need to be quiet. Mm -hmm. You're talking too much. Mm -hmm. And like the Bible says, to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're slow to if you're slow to speak. You're going to take in everything else that everybody else is saying because you're so quick to listen. So you're listening to everybody else. Okay. You're listening to what this person's saying and what that person's saying. And then you're giving yourself a chance to react. That's why you always have to let somebody finish what they're saying before you jump in and take them out. Because they could have said the very most important thing that you needed to hear, but you missed out on it because you were too quick to speak and you were too quick to get angry. Right. And as OJ was speaking, I was reminded of the verse Isaiah 40, 31. That says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not be faint. And it also, I'm about to just take y'all through my brain, right? So as you were talking, I was reminded of the verse, Matthew 6, 33. I always say that's my favorite verse. verse. Mm -hmm. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. But then as I was sitting here reading it, I'm like, okay, but all what things? What's going to be added to me? So I just had to go back a little bit. That was the King James Version. Sometimes I'll switch versions so I can understand a little easier. Mm -hmm. So if you go back, I'm going to read Matthew 6 in the New Living Translation. But I'm just going to start at verse 28. Okay. And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wild flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things. Saying what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteous, righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Mm -hmm. So if he's saying that unbelievers are worried about all this stuff, how dare we as Christians sit up every day and worry? Mm -hmm. What are you worrying for 
when Jesus, because this is Jesus speaking um, in Matthew chapter six. Okay. Mm. How dare we sit here and worry about everything that we got going on in life? How dare we sit at rock bottom, stuck, looking stupid, worried about what are we going to do next? How are we going to do this? How are we going to get through this? When really all we have to do is get up and give it to God. Yeah, that sounds easier, easier said than done. Yada, 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 whatever. I'll be the first to say that because I didn't hit my rock bottom a few times. Okay. And the only time it ever gets better is when I get up and give it to God. No, it's not easy. It'll take me way too long sometimes. And another one of our problems is we like to go and talk to everybody else before we go to God. We, we like to use God as our last resort rather than our first resort. And that's why we end up sitting in rock bottom for so long because we yeah, act like right in, front of us. right in front of us. And we like to sit there and act like God didn't already give us all the answers. When you are at rock bottom, you at the in the perfect position to kneel down and pray. But instead, we sit in fetal position and cry. Why? That scripture you brought up is so ironic that you brought that up. And it's really confirmation because all week I have been reading that about the lilies and like, you know, you don't have to worry about them. You know, you mm -hmm. go into the when I went to the mountains, mm -hmm. you know, I saw all this beauty. And it's like you don't have to worry about these mountains. You don't have to water them. You mm -hmm. don't have to make sure that they're OK because God does that. Right. They the mountains move because they have faith. Mm -hmm. Right. They and we don't know the faith that they have. But they have faith, but they're watered. And you then you mentioned how you've hit rock bottom before. I've hit rock bottom so many times, I have bruises from it. <laughs> so it's not easier said than done, like you said. And each of my bruises tell a story. Mm -hmm. There was times where I wanted to commit suicide. There was times when I wanted to give up. There was times when I was driving my car, and I was like, you know what? If I just turn my stern wheel real hard, I can flip my car over. Mm -hmm. You know, so things like that, when you're going through so much in your life, because I'm trying to deal with it myself. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to call anybody be like, hey, you know, can you help me with this? Because I'm so selfish. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to put my burdens on anybody else. But what good are you doing placing your burdens more and more on yourself, making your heart heavy? Right. A heavy heart does no good. Right. A heavy heart won't get you nowhere. A heavy heart will keep you at rock bottom because it's so heavy and it's weighing you down. When are you going to let go of the things that's on your heart? Right. Okay, so what do you do when you hit rock bottom? How do we get up from that place when we're at rock bottom? Say that again. How do we get up from rock bottom? What do you do? You take it one step at a time, honestly. You got to take it day by day. Don't expect change to happen overnight because it's not going to happen. And it's not going to be easy. Change is going to probably, change can be the worst thing that can happen to you mm -hmm. or the best thing. Right. Can I be analytical? Yeah. It depends on where, where you, how you're laying. If you're laying <laughs> on your back, you got to sit up first. Right. If you're on your knees, you got to literally at least get off one knee. The goal of hitting rock bottom is to at least place one foot on, on the ground. ground. Right. Whether you're standing up or whether you're laying on your back with the leg up. The goal is to have one foot on the ground because you got to have some type of foundation to 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 be on. Right. If you right. got to have if you're something. You're grounded. God gonna keep you standing up straight. For you real. just gotta be grounded first. You gotta right. ground yourself. Right. And you know, I always say, I always tell people, as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other and give it to God, you'll be all right. You know. And I mean, I've said it on here before. There's been times like you know, you you have the thoughts like, what if I just turn my wheel, whatever. The only thing that has saved me. Is literally stopping my thoughts in the track because you know your mind is a dangerous place to be. Because mm -hmm. well, I'll be how do in you my stop head. Your thoughts? 
I'm getting there. <laughs> I be in my brain. I be in my mind, you know, just talking. Mm -hmm. You know, we just be up there talking. Mm -hmm. I'm not crazy, y'all. But nah, we just we, we just be up there talking. And the only thing that that stops me in my thoughts is literally just praying. I just stop in the middle of a thought. <laughs> Hold on, God. These thoughts are not of you. Yeah. And I'm not going to let these thoughts take over my brain. I need you to take these thoughts out my head right now. Mm -hmm. Literally. And that's literally the only thing that will stop me in my thoughts is literally telling God, get these thoughts out my head, that's you know, true. and I always, one of my favorite things to say in my prayers, like God, every step I take, let it be a step towards you closer to you or every step that I take, let it be a God, God ordained step. Like I don't want to keep going off God's path. Why? It's not fun over there. Maybe for a minute, temporary happiness, but like, I don't want temporary happiness. I want joy. That leads me to another question. What if they're not a believer? How do you get up from rock bottom? The same way. You take it one step at a time. One step at you a time. You gotta ground yourself. You don't, if you don't, if you're you not religious, try. you just, exactly. You don't gotta have God if you're not religious. You just need to be able to ground yourself so you can have something to push up on. Cause you can't push right. up on air. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. You gotta find yeah, something, something to ground yourself mm -hmm. on. Yeah, you just take it from there. But if I'm being honest, the first thing I always say, anytime somebody brings anything to me, are you a believer? I got to ask mm -hmm. because all I have is my faith. And if, it doesn't if matter what honest. you believe in. Whoever you believe in, all I have is my faith. All I know how to do is to lean onto a power that's higher than myself because I can't do it alone. Mm. Mm -hmm. I simply cannot. Somebody with more powers than I have got to pull me up. But yeah. like you said, you got to get grounded first. You got to you mm -hmm. got to be willing at least stick your hand up for somebody to pick you up. Because a lot of times when we do find ourselves on rock bottom, we'll sit there with our hands under our butts or sucking your thumb, you know, not in, in absolutely no position to be ready to grab somebody's hand. So how are you going to get up? You're not mm -hmm. grounding yourself. You're not pushing up. You're not reaching for nothing. You're just sitting there. Yeah. And if you're struggling to pick your head up, look straight first. Mm. Yep. Don't Baby steps. Don't skip a step. Right. Skip a step. Even if you have to lay down and just look up mm -hmm. and get an idea and a vision of where you want to be yeah. to catch that next step. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you just got to put your head up a little bit and then you right. find yourself sitting up and then you find yourself on your knees. Mm -hmm. Then you're only on one knee. Mm -hmm. Then you're on now both you're feet. Squatting. Now you even squatting. Right. You gotta do a stand. Then you find yourself standing up. But now you're like, OK, now that I'm in the trenches, now that I'm in the valley, how do I get out? Right. And, you know, to visualize what you're saying. Have you seen Luca, the movie Luca? Yep. Mm -hmm. Remember when he got out of the water? Yep. And he, and he, he couldn't walk. walk. He couldn't he walk. Gotta breathe. He couldn't walk. You better walk. breathe. He could not walk. <laughs> and he, and what was the you other better brand? Breathe. I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. But. Alberto. Alberto was like, <laughs> Alberto was like, take one step and take one foot and put it in front of the other, Wait. and you'll catch yourself. Because and what did he do? He, he did himself. it because we're not gonna run over the fact that you he said tried. he took it. He it took him time. Look, yeah. but we're not gonna go over the fact that you said look up and and see your vision because a lot mm -hmm. of times if we if we walking around with no vision, we're not gonna go anywhere. We're walking mm -hmm. around aimlessly in circles. Even Luca. Alberto told him to visualize himself walking. Yeah. And that's what he had to do. What, what is that? Do. Vision. Write out your oh, vision. Make it plain. That's biblical. Oh, I was just about that's to say biblical. that. Write the vision <laughs> and make it plain. You have to see the vision if you're going to get anywhere. If you have no vision, you'll go nowhere. If you're going to hit rock bottom, at least lay on your back so you can see the vision. 
Okay. Don't lay down on your face because you'll never make it. It's hard to get up from your face than it is to get up from your back. That's right. why with babies, you always lay them on their back so they can see everything. Okay. So they can move. You don't put no baby on their face. You're going to smother them and they're going to die. Right. For why sure. would you lay a baby on their stomach? Right. You don't. You just don't just do that. Don't do it. <laughs> you lay them like, on, your, on their back. Right. And... You know, that's baby you Christian, rock bottom, whatever, roll baby over shit. and get on your back. Okay. And then, okay. So, you know, what else, what else do you do? What can somebody who feels like they are at their rock bottom, what can you do? Read. Affirmations, positive affirmations. affirmations. You got to tell yourself, right you got to your fake mirror. it till you make it. And I got Nature, so much bro. writing on my Literally, mirror. Literally, write to yourself on your mirror. Because when you're looking at your mirror, you're looking at yourself. So if you're reading the message, you're reading the message to yourself in the mirror. Well, But make sure you actually read it. <laughs> I have that problem. I look right past it. <laughs> look, read it, read it, and then look at yourself and read it to yourself. You got to talk to you yourself. You got to talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the biggest For enemy sure. is you. Your you, you are your biggest enemy. You, you can be your biggest enemy. And you are. You got to fake it till you make it, mm -hmm. baby. One day, all of a sudden, you'll be there like, yeah, this is a fake smile. Wait, this one actually feels real. It don't right? feel you fake no more. You look in the mirror and you like, and then you start laughing at yourself and you're like, okay, that's a good smile. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> look at you smiling and you was down for so long. With your sex itself. Right. But we have to seek protection over ourselves first. For sure. Rock bottom teaches us that solid foundation that creates stability. Right. That foundation that creates greatness. That brokenness. That brokenness that creates greatness. And the fact that we still get up. We fall like what is it, Donnie McClurkin that that said we fall down we fall and we down, get out. We get up. We still get up. We keep pushing. And listen, y'all, if you're going through anything, do it for yourself. Yep. Don't do it for your parents. Don't do it for your friends. Don't do it for anybody else. And a lot of a lot of times when people are going through suicide, they're like, think about your family. That's right. That's the dumbest thing you could tell somebody because at this point, I don't care about my family. Right. Because my family don't care enough about me to reach out. That's why you don't do it right. for your family. Right. You do it for yourself. What right. do you want to do for yourself? If you want to better you, Bishop TDJ says sometimes your family can be your enemies. Right. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. got to you literally have to draw a line in your life to figure out who are you doing it for? Right. Not your dead grandmother, not your dead grandfather, but yourself. Right. You're doing it for yourself. And never be afraid to reach out to anybody. Never be afraid to call the hotline. 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. If you didn't know it, now you do. That's the suicide hotline. Right. And that's all I got, y'all. Stay encouraged. One more thing. Come on <laughs> and here. Because why do we think life is supposed to be easy anyways? Diamonds don't start diamonds diamonds don't start off as diamonds. Okay. Diamonds start off as coal. And they were pressed down. Why you okay. Call, it's called a diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Ooh. And what about olives? What's that song? What that girl said? An olive has to go through three stages mm -hmm. in order for its oil to run. Mm -hmm. It has to go through the shaking. Run out this car. It has to go through the beating and it has to go through the pressing. Otherwise, an olive would just be an olive. But if we want olive oil, it's got to go through three stages in its life, and none of them are easy. Okay? Um, mugs, the clay pots, they don't start off like that. They start off as dirt. It's mm. mud. Mm. Okay? It has to be spun around on the table. That don't mm -hmm. feel good. It has to go on the fire. It has to come back out. It has to be molded. It has to be shaped. Mm. 
it has to go through the, its seasons. Its seasons. Well, it's got its time. It's got its season. We're going to be here all day. I'm not saying that. Though. That literally goes back to the very first episode I ever made. Seasons. seasons. <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. Wow. Seasons. Number you go through seasons. Talk about full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I'm done. I don't have nothing to say. No, literally, because back in the day on the holidays, you know, they used to give people coal and be like, I don't want this, and they'll throw it out. That coal, you can press that you bad boy down. With that you coal. can shake it together, running over. That's a diamond. Yeah. That is a, That's diamond, a diamond that you're giving away. That's a so you. It don't matter who looks over you, who don't want you, who says you'll be nothing and you're trash because that's what people do to coal all the time. And coal is what? A diamond. Exactly. Boom. Diamond. So you may have thought, you know, people threw you away. You've been ran over. You've been walked all over. Mm -hmm. Hell, you done been through fire. Think again. Think but again. Wait. You are a diamond. But wait, what is that? Don't they say like you can't cut a diamond? Or something like that? It's something like basically a diamond <laughs> is supposed to be one of the strongest one of the strongest gems or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the craziest thing about it, if I can tie it back. You can't hurt a diamond. You can't break a diamond. You can't tear a diamond down because a diamond knows its worth. Mm -hmm. A diamond knows that it's precious. Right. Exactly. In the Bible, it says that he will prepare a feast for us in the presence of our enemies. So mm -hmm. even though you can try to tear me down, right. even though you can try to tell me that I'm nothing, at the end of the day, God sees me as a diamond. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that can hurt you is another diamond. Exactly. So you're going to watch me grow from that piece of coal that you said won't. You feel me? <laughs> right. Right. And even but look at me now. Right if, now, you diamond, want me. And now that you're a diamond, another diamond can't cut you if you got your life insurance. Oh, what? And look, it don't matter what you go through because even in the Bible, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was what in that fire. They were. They were in that fire, and they came out. They didn't smell like smoke. Their clothes were not burned. You know, there was no evidence of them being in the fire. So what? You can go through your fire. Take your time, but as long as you don't stop going. Go through your storm. The goal is to keep going because <laughs> my daddy told a story on Sunday. He said, you know, it was a new driver. She was driving her car, her daddy in the car. It started raining. Daddy, should I stop? No. Daddy, should I pull over? No. Mm -hmm. Boom. Finally, she makes it through the storm. He says, okay, now you can stop. Now you can pull over. She's like, why are we pulling over now? Or no, he said, so why did we stop now? She said, to thank God for bringing us through the storm. He said, no, look back. Where are all the cars who pulled over in the storm? Still, Still in the storm. storm. Mm. So if we going to mm. sit down and just sit in our rock bottom, where are we going to stay? In our rock bottom. The only way to get from there is to keep going. We were never meant to stay. Even in Psalms 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. He did not say, yea, though I sit there and stand in the oh middle of the valley of the shadow of death. Come I shall fear no evil. No, yea, though I walk through. What does that mean? That means there's a through. That means that there's something oh. waiting on the other end. You Can't have to keep it. walking. You can go around it. You got to go through it. Go through Okay. Because if you go around it, you're you going to get lost. Can't go around it. Can't go over it. You have to go through it. It's, the only, it's only one way through. You're going to have to go through your storm. Go through your fire. Go through your pressing. Go through your beating. Go through your shaking. I promise it's something better waiting on the other end. But you got to look to the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help <laughs> comes from the Lord. 
That's what it says. That's the scripture says, I look to the hills for which cometh my help. Right. My help comes, comes from, from the, the Lord. Lord. Yeah. Right. That's why you gotta lay on your back. Roll over. Right. If you can't stand, roll over. Look Get to on the your hills, back. Baby. Look to the hills. Find the vision. When you see the light, mm -hmm. you'll know that you have to go up. Now you got to figure out how you're going to get up. Right. That's when you start remembering everything that people said to you. Okay, a diamond has a coal, a diamond has to be pressed down in order for it to be formed. Right. And I, even, to, I might have to stay down for a little bit. I'm not going to jump back up and become a millionaire. Right. I got to get myself together. I got to start small. I might have to go back to McDonald's. I might have to go back to FedEx. I might have to go back to Wet n Wild. I might have <laughs> to go back to where I started. But right. the object is I can't stop. Right. And even talking about vision, you know, everybody's talking about manifest manifestation. Now, you know, that's something big right now. Let me tell you why it works. It works because when you make your vision board or you manifest whatever you manifested, when you look at that every day, that's what's constantly on your mind. So what are you going to do? Everything that you can to get to where you want to be. If what you're what you're thinking about is what you're going to work towards. So if all day you're thinking about how sad, depressed ugly broke down busted and disgusted you are that's exactly what you're going to continue to be but if i wake mm -hmm. up every morning and i think okay god i want a house my next thought is going to be okay god how i'm going to get this house right. what do i have to do what do i have to do to find this house you know mm -hmm. okay god i want a new car okay so you're just going to keep saying it or you're going to get up and you go do something right. because out. faith without work is dead is dead mm -hmm. okay <laughs> Don't just have the vision. Remind yourself of the vision. Align yourself with the vision. Align yourself with the vision. Like you align yourself when you're in your car. Self-actualize the vision. Okay. When you're in your car, you can see out your rearview mirrors. Mm -hmm. You can see out of your front mirror. You, you, you're positioning yourself. Your seat is right. You're together. Right. You're ready so that when you get on the road, you can align yourself mm -hmm. with the lines. And but listen, you got to align yourself with your vision. And listen, just because you can see what's behind you don't mean you got to go back. When you're driving, you, you can look back, but you're still driving forward. You can't don't drive. Don't go into reverse. Okay? You it's cannot not drive staring in the rear of your mirror. Your mirrors is just for you to look at, not for mm -hmm. you to switch gears. It's for you to... Mm -hmm. Hold on, wait. <laughs> your rear view mirror is for you to see what's coming to prepare yeah. yourself. I'm yes, sir. So you can't drive looking uh -huh. in the rear of your mirror. Mm -hmm. You look in the rearview mirror simply to make sure that you're still safe. So everything that you've been through in the past is preparing Ooh. you for what you're going to in the future. How can I... <laughs> Y'all. How? How can you drive looking in the rearview mirror? The rearview mirror is for you to see what's coming to you. You've been through the situation, so now you know how to handle that situation. Exactly. You already dealt with that man. You already know that man is no good. Why would you go back to him? Keep moving forward. You're going to crash. You, you already been back. in that situation. You already been friends with this person when they showed you exactly who they were and their intentions for you were no good. Why would I go back? No, I'm going to look in my rearview mirror. I'm going to see you. I'm going to say, God bless you. And I'm going to keep going because that's not something I want to go back to. Exactly. And you can't allow those situations to continue to let you hit rock bottom. You got to identify the problem. You got to find a solution and you got to keep going. And it's okay to cry, but keep going. It's okay to fall down, but get up and keep going. It's okay to feel like giving up, but keep going. That's it's okay it to stop, but don't stop for too long. Keep going. We have to hit that stop sign sometimes where you got to think about what you did. Yeah, you got to pay attention to what's coming. You got to look to see if anybody's coming. Because if you don't pay attention to those signs in our lives, those signs that tell you to stop, you'll get hit. Right, and as soon right, as you get right. T-boned, you're mad because now your brand new car just got hit. Now your only car just got hit. And now you're hitting rock bottom. Sometimes you got to pay attention, slow down, find a solution, and keep on going. Mm -hmm. Right.
But that's all, all right. I got, y'all. Stay encouraged. Ooh, this is good. Stay encouraged. Well, I'm a, the last thing I'm going to say, it's okay to sit and feel your feelings. Sit there for a minute, feel your feelings, figure them out because you don't want to act too fast. Once you figure out your feelings, get up and keep going. Don't sit there and feel them feelings forever. Y'all keep the faith. 1-800-273-8255. It was good being back, y'all. It was. This was good. <laughs> y'all carried me home for this one. I don't know. Like, look, I <laughs> Happy 100. Right. Happy 100. Yeah. We out, y'all. We out. Peace and blessings.